This week's podcast is brought to you by Toyota Untold. Toyota isn't just a car company. And the new podcast, Toyota Untold, isn't just about cars. It's about finding solutions, all right? In Toyota Untold, you'll hear behind-the-scenes stories about what drives the team members of Toyota and keeps them there for so long. From concept to production, you'll discover what goes into designing the future. You can find Toyota Untold right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome! Yes, welcome, and we are back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. First, let's get the business out of the way. A lot of you guys have been asking, you know, in our DMs, texting, emailing. Well, here it is. All right, the date. Get a pen, get a pen, get a pen, get a pen. I just tell people that so they can write it down. <laughs> January 24th, all right, from 7 p.m. to midnight, we are doing our 100th episode. Our 100th episode celebration. Celebration. It's not really just the episode. It's the celebration. That's right. So mm-hmm. it's uh, our 100th episode, and we're going to do a podcast a day, a live show. Mm-hmm. And then after the podcast, we're actually going to turn it into a party. We're going to have a DJ, and we're going to just celebrate 100 episodes. Right, right. So it's going to be at Tao Downtown. Our, one in of New- our favorite restaurants. Yes, in mm-hmm. New York City. You guys have heard us talk about it in the previous 99 episodes. We talk about how much we love it, so we decided that we wanted to do our 100th episode there. So we reached out to find out if there was any way possible that we could do our podcast there as well. Right. And they have a private space Mm -hmm. that is part of their restaurant that they're allowing us to use for it. So I don't know if you guys have ever been there. Uh, Maybe two years ago, I went out for a girls night and Mm -hmm. we went to Tao nightclub. Right. So I knew that private space as the nightclub. So we went to do the walkthrough. I realized that the private space that they were talking about was actually the nightclub. Ah. So we're like, okay, wow, we can do the podcast. Mm-hmm. We can have dinner, drinks, and then afterwards we can turn it into a little party party. That's right. So, you know, so only be a hundred of us partying. Right. But <laughs> we'll so get to know each other. We thought it would be dope. Just the hundredth episode with just a hundred people at one of our favorite restaurants eating our favorite food. So yes. when you uh get when you see the tickets and you pick up a ticket, the ticket includes food. It includes dinner. So that's going to be in the form of heavily passed hors d'oeuvres. Right. So we're all going to be walking around. We're going to be socializing. We're going to be mingling. And at the same time, there's going to be a bar, a Remy Martin bar. Yes. Yeah, shout out to Remy Martin. It's shout out to Remy, Remy Martin. Yes. Martin. There's going to be a Remy Martin bar. All you can drink, drink responsibly. That's right. And there's going to be heavily passed hors d'oeuvres. Because I'm going to be honest with you. This is a conversation that we had. At first, I wanted it to be a sit down. Correct. But if we did a sit down, we could probably only have space for about maybe 50 people. Correct. And it would be a little uncomfortable because then it just made the whole situation convoluted. But I wanted all of our guests to have enough food that it would be like a full sit down dinner. Absolutely. So I'm like, I don't want no little or dervy derves. Right, like right. I want heavily pass hors d'oeuvres. Like if you get a Chilean sea basket and you want five more. I want five more to be available. Absolutely. So it's going to be what we picked the menu. So all the hors d'oeuvres are our favorite foods from there. So it's going to be heavily passed. The drink's going to be heavily passed. Mm -hmm. You can go to the bar. You can get whatever you want. There's going to be an opulence table there. You probably don't know what that is. You'll find out when you get there. Correct. Cheeses, liquor. It's going to be sexy. And not... 
and sophisticated. Let me just say, when you hear passed around, it's not going to be, this is our favorite shit. So it's going to be like Chilean sea bass. Mm-hmm. Those Chilean sea bass scout skewers, when you put in your mouth, it just melts. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> We'll, just, we'll, we'll let you see some of the best things that we love to eat. So from Tao, the so, red snapper, the red, which don't, is don't tell them no much. I want them to, I want them to, to indulge that night and get some of the stuff. So, that we love. so when we were there, like I said to the guy, I'm like, listen, like I, I really don't want there to be any miscommunication about food and what I want. Right. And he was like, listen. This is Tao. One thing you don't have to worry about is being satisfied with the food and the amount of food. Right. Like you will be satisfied. Right. I'm like, all right, because I don't want to come back and have to give me a black eye. So right. it, it's going to be good. So what we're going to do is it's going to be a cocktail hour Correct. starting at, you said seven, right? Well, seven. Everybody comes in around seven. Seven. There'll be a cocktail hour. After the cocktail hour, we'll do the podcast. After the podcast, we'll be the party That's slash right. social. That's right. So, yes. That's right. So, and also this is a... Make it seem like this is uh, an exclusive party. We're dressing to impress. Yes. Dress code is dress to impress. I know for some of the other podcasts, you guys reached out and asked what the dress code was. And it was like, be comfortable. Cute right. and comfortable. This is dress to, is impress. to impress. You ain't got to wear a tuxedo. Oh, no, no, you no. You ain't no, got to no. wear a suit, but dress to impress. I'm wearing a blazer. Uh, probably some some hard bottoms. Some hard bottoms. <laughs> I just I just bought some hard bottoms. I'm gonna wear one of those hard bottoms. Oh, okay, okay. Some hard bottoms, but I'm a, I'm gonna be fly. I'm gonna be fly with it. I don't know what I'm wearing. I'm gonna go shopping. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. But I don't. I, I want to get something new. So mm-hmm. dress to impress. Just look cute. Like if you were single, like you were going out to pick somebody up. That's right. Like dress like that. Right. Like, so like sexy. We're gonna be taking pictures and all that good stuff. Absolutely. So it's only a hundred people. So if you're thinking about going or if you don't know you're on the fence, these tickets will go. We we're not doing yeah, this. They'll is our probably only... sell out in a day. Right. Or so two. these are our only uh, this is our only hundredth episode celebration. We got a chance to do it at our favorite restaurant. Nobody has ever done a podcast at like Tao. Like this is the yeah, first no, this has never been done before. This is the first and we're inviting all of you guys. And we're proud of it. We're free. I'm proud. Yes. Yes, I just, I'm not going to lie. I'm proud. I'm proud, too. I'm proud. I'm happy, too. Mm-hmm. So, I'm actually happy. So it, it should oh, wait, be a wait, wait. Fun. We got to talk about the tickets. Mm-hmm. What kind of tickets are available? And I want to make sure that I explain it. So there's three kinds of tickets available. Correct. There's a VIP ticket. Mm-hmm. That ticket comes with, obviously, your food, your drink, and the ability to sit down at a table. Correct. The table seats two people. So that would be nice for a couple or for someone coming with a friend. If you're coming by yourself and you buy a VIP VIP ticket, you're going to be sitting with somebody else at that table. Correct. Just so you know, there aren't that many of those tickets available. Right. Then the... Oh, let me, and you also get a, a Casey Crew gift back with, with, with an, a Casey Crew stuff in it. But also... Oh, with yeah, that that's table, right. With a VIP ticket. Okay. Uh, also with that table, it's um, it's not like a huge table. If you go to a club and they have like the little VIP section, VIP tables, it's that type of table. Right. That it's type a of small square table, but Correct. it gives you your own space. It gives you somewhere to put to place your drink during the podcast. Correct. Segment. Um, the second tier ticket, what is that called? Um, I could tell you right now. I could tell you right now. Well, while he's looking for what we actually called it, <laughs> the second tier ticket is um, it basically, obviously, you get your food, you get your drinks, the same thing like everybody else, and it allows you to have a seat. The bronze ticket, we call it the bronze. Okay, ticket. the bronze ticket allows you to have a seat during the podcast, mm-hmm. and you don't have a table, but Correct. you do have a seat. So if you're drinking, you'll have to hold your drink while the podcast is going on. Mm-hmm. The third tier is standing room only. That means that you will not have a seat. 
But for the cocktail hour, we're going to be standing anyway. For, you know, the celebratory part afterwards, the party, we're going to be standing anyway. It just means that during that hour and a half long podcast that you will be standing. So just know what you're purchasing when you purchase it. Um, how many standing room tickets are available? There aren't even that many. I think we 20 only, or 25. Yeah, we only... I think 20. However many there are, it's it's few. It's not that many. We only allotted as much standing room as we found possible when we walked the space. Right. So again, it's going to be great. It's going to be intimate. We're going to, you know, touch all of you guys. Not inappropriately. Just <laughs> you looked at me like, what? We're going to be able to touch all of you guys, talk to all of you guys and actually hang out. So it's going to be a great evening. If you get a ticket. Congrats. All right. And have fun. And you know what? Um, I can't wait for it. It's going to be an amazing event. Again, January 24th. Get your tickets right now. You might have to pod, pause the podcast right fast and go get your tickets because it will go. That's true. All right. Now, uh, this is the holiday season. And before we get into, um, you know, the podcast and, and where it's coming from and all that, I just want to say, you know, I respect what you did the other day. And I didn't really talk to you about, about it. I'm, I'm explaining to you. I really, I really didn't talk to you about it. Because I just loved what you did as a person. What? Uh, you were talking to somebody at one of the stores that you were working at. Oh. And, um, you know, and, and this is the type of stuff that, you know, he and I having a toy drive, I think, in, in, in another week. And we did a turkey drive. But these are the type of things that we really enjoy. And hopefully us telling you, you know, maybe you can run into somebody like this and just help them out. But you helped out somebody that didn't ask for help. That you spoke to that one of the stores that you work at, I mean, shop at, that you shop at, and she just had a story and you just felt inclined and was like, I just want to help. I just want to make her day easier. Mm-hmm. And you wound up getting her a, a LOL dollhouse or something like that. What, what was it? <laughs> well, okay. So I shop at a particular store frequently. Correct. And there's a young woman that works there mm-hmm. who is always so kind to me. Uh-huh. When I shop at this store, there's something that I love and I'm always interested in when it's coming in. Correct. Whenever it comes in, she'll hit me, she'll text me, she'll call me and say, hey, Gia, that thing that you like is in. Correct. I can put a few on hold from you for you if, if you'd like. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'll be in today or okay, thank you. I'll come in tomorrow. Correct. And then when I get there, you know, I always give her a hug and, you know, we chit chat for a little while. Mm-hmm. Long story short. She's a single mother. Mm-hmm. She busts her ass. Correct. As a single mother. Not only does she work at the store that I'm referring to, mm-hmm. but when she leaves that store at, say, nine o'clock at night, she goes straight to her second job. Really? Yes. And she works at her second job sometimes till like three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And regardless, whenever I go, she's always bright and peppy. But she has a young daughter. And a little bit older than our toddlers, but she has a young daughter. I don't want to give too much information about her. Okay. But the other day I went and it was right after Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. And because of the nature of her second job, she had to work until about five o'clock in the morning. Mm. And I went into the store that I shop at and I was there in the morning mm-hmm. and she didn't look herself. She looked really, really tired. Mm-hmm. And you and see that look before. He's like, this is the same look my husband I'm has. like, I know that look. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I'm like, you look exhausted. I said, you don't seem so peppy today. I'm like, how are you? And she said, oh, no, I'm tired. I came into work late today because I stayed late at my second job and I, the alarm just didn't wake me up. I gotcha. just didn't wake up. And we were talking about it. 
So that conversation ended. I did my shopping and she's the one that checked me out at the register. So we talked some more and I said, well, you know, how are your Christmas plans going, etc." She's like, well, you know, I'm just trying to pretty much make as much money as I can because I want to make it a great Christmas for my daughter. So I said, well, what are you into? What are you um, trying to get for her? And she said, well, you know, she's really interested in those LOL dolls. Mm-hmm. I'm like, London too, which means them. that anything that London's into, Brookie's into because she's going to try to jack her for it. Absolutely. You know, I said, so I'm going to definitely be doing some LOL shopping. Mm-hmm. So a few weeks ago, we had a conference um, at London School and her teacher gave her rave reviews. Like mm-hmm. it was it was exceptional. The Absolutely. things that the teacher said about London. And when we picked London up from school that day, we said, you know what? We spoke to your teacher and she said that you are so kind and you're the first kid in the class that's willing to help. Yep. If something spills, if something breaks, if someone towel. needs help, Absolutely. you are the first person to go and help them. I they said up a you, when they told me that. When she told yes. Me that. They said, you're always so pleasant. You're always so kind. You're always so generous. You always want to share with the other students. And that just made us feel so good, Lundy. We said, so we're going to get you a gift. What out of everything that you've seen, what toy mm-hmm. do you want the most? And she said that she wanted a LOL dollhouse. Correct. So we ran out and we got her a LOL dollhouse and her in Brooklyn play with it every single day. Yes. Yes. So when I was talking to this girl, um, she told me that her daughter was into LOL. And I'm like, well, you know, they have a really amazing dollhouse, dollhouse right. that we got for London and she plays with it every day. She hasn't gotten tired of it. And she was like, oh, really? I said, yeah. So that was pretty much that. She checked me out. I left. But I was thinking about her all day. Right. You know, because there are people that work so hard. Single moms. She yes. Her ass. To make she a works. living. Yes. like. You don't just take what you earn from the first job and say, okay, well, that's going to have to do. She wanted to do better for her daughter. Mm -hmm. So she got a second job so that she can keep her an apartment that, you know, or, you know, whatever her living situation is that she thought would be conducive to her daughter's happiness. And she's just doing it all by herself. She said that, you know, the child, um, her child's father doesn't really help. I got the impression that. He was a bit of a deadbeat, uh-huh. you know, and she's so nice. Correct. She's so nice. She's like one of those people that you see that like, you're like, damn, I want to help them. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that she needed help. Right. She didn't need help. She didn't ask. She didn't. Oh, God, no. She like there was no, 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 no. It was two women just having a casual conversation, right? conversation. That's all. I'm sure that she could have provided that for her daughter if she wanted to. It's not that she couldn't. It's just that. When you see somebody working hard to make a good living and they have it hard, you know, like things aren't handed out to them. They don't have it easy. For me, I just felt inclined. Like I just wanted to do something for her to say, you know what? You just deserve a little something like you just like here. Just I just want to make your life just a little bit easier. So I, I was thinking about her all day. I came home. I told Rashawn all about it. I'm like, for some reason, I've just been thinking about this girl all day, Mm -hmm. you know? And I said, I would like to go and get her the LOL dollhouse for her daughter for Christmas. Right. And you were like, all right, let's go get it now. So they had it at Target. So we went to Target Mm -hmm. and we picked it up and I coordinated with her. I texted her. I told her what I thought and how impressed I was with her. And um, I met up with her and was able to give it to her. And she was just... 
She's just a really nice person. I love that. And it, see, these are the, 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 the these are the two things that you did last week that I really, really respected. And really there was something loved. else. Yeah, I mean, you got her that doll, and I was that dollhouse, and I was just like, you know, she didn't ask. <laughs> She wasn't expecting, which is a conversation. And that's what the holiday season is about. That's what it's and that's, all, that's what, I, what life is all about. You're right. And that's why I brought it's it up. It's not just the holiday. That's what life is all about. Because sometimes helping somebody, you know, with that dollhouse <coughs> didn't have to do with money. Just to show her that somebody else cared and seen how hard she was working. And that just gave her like, that smile. Like, I that see day. you. Exactly. You know, because sometimes, you know, we walk through this world and listen, so many people have it difficult. And... I think I would I assume that so many people walk around feeling as though other people don't see them right. or appreciate them. And when I say appreciate, I don't mean it in the sense that that word is used traditionally. I don't mean like, oh, you don't see my worth or my value or all the good that I'm doing for you. No, 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 no. To appreciate somebody is just in a sense to see them. Right. To see maybe their struggle or Mm -hmm. to see their hurt, to see their insecurity, to see their pain, to see their problem, just to see, right. You know, not necessarily about giving credit, but just to appreciate what someone may have gone through. Absolutely. And that's what I mean. And I feel as though, you know, people walk around and it's like, they feel as though they're invisible Mm -hmm. to some, or they feel as though nobody feels them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and that's and that was the that's what made me so proud. The fact that that lady didn't ask for it, wasn't expecting it, Mm-mm. but now it's like she wasn't feels appreciated. That. She feels appreciated by somebody that doesn't know her, that's not supposed to appreciate it. Cuz sometimes you could be like, "Yeah, my wife appreciates me." And you're like, "Yeah, she should." You know, it's your wife. Mm-hmm. But now it's just somebody that's just had a conversation and was just like, "Wow, this person's amazing, and I'm going to help her out." Yeah, I thought I she was amazing. I thought she was impressed. I, I was impressed. I was mm-hmm. impressed. And that was know? dope. So I just wanted to say that was dope. And before we get to something Wait, else. you said there was a second thing. I'm about to. But oh. before we get to the second thing. I don't thing, know what you're talking about. I just want to say uh, this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Custom Candle Company. And I want to shout out to the Custom Candle Company. Oh, yes. Custom Candle Company or CustomCandleCO.com. That's what it's called. CustomCandleCO.com. They are dope in what they do. And especially around the holiday seasons, what they do is they take old uh, liquor bottles, mm-hmm. and they turn it into candles. They recycle them, recycle them, right? And refer and um, repurpose them. Correct. Which is dope, especially because you know so many people now are interested in the environment Correct. because we have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they're taking these liquor bottles, and like I said, they are recycling them and repurposing them and using them as candles. So the candles are hand poured. Mm-hmm. They hand pour the wax into the bottles after they're nice, nicely cut and cultivated. Mm-hmm. And then they use it as um, something that you can give as a gift. Yeah, and it's and it's dope. So if you need a holiday stuffer or you're looking for uh, a gift for somebody that has something, they're not going to have this, which is dope. So if they're into any type of liquor, champagne, wine, uh, hard liquor, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they will turn it into a candle and it is the perfect gift. And the only reason I'm telling you guys about it is because... Uh, I don't know if you guys watch The Breakfast Club, but every morning that candle that I burn is from them. They give me candles. What what, what liquor bottle is it? it, it it's usually Remy Martin. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, so every morning or sometimes it's Ciroc, but um, they give it to me every 
I would say once every two weeks and we burn it and it makes the room smell so nice. So when guests come in, it smells good. It gives mm-hmm. you that warm feeling. So well, I came home from Orlando and there was a package waiting for me. So there were Ciroc ones there. There was a Remy Martin one there. There was a Maker's Mark one there. Mm-hmm. And I think there was another one. I know that on their website, they have Patron. They have... Um, all different kinds of liquors. everything there. Yeah, so what I like about it is that it's a thoughtful gift. Correct. Because, you know, everybody kind of has their drink of choice. They should have a Bailey's one for me. I'm sure they'll send you one <laughs> They now. should have a Bailey's I'm one sure for me. But everybody kind of has their drink of choice. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about something that you can get somebody that you love or that you care about for the holidays, I mean, instead of just getting them a regular candle, you can get them something that kind of symbolizes their drink of choice. Correct. And I used mine to decorate my bar at yes. the house. Yeah, so yeah. they're kind of like all around the bar. So they're really cute. So thank you, Custom Candles Co. for yeah. my little package. Custom Candle Co. on Instagram and the website. Now, back to the second story where I said that really impressed me last week, which I didn't like as much, but I let it slide. What? Do DM'd you. Oh, um, I don't know if I want to talk about that. Uh, you you don't want to talk about it? Mm. Why not? Um, I just don't. I, mm, it's personal. I'm gonna talk about it. Mm, yes. Nah, I I, I I would rather um talk to him about it to find out if whenever we talk about um people in our lives mm-hmm. on this podcast. We always but you're not saying get his name. permission. But you're not saying his name. You're not saying his name. Nobody knows. He He's the only one that's going to know. And there's nothing negative about it. No, it's positive. Okay, so what's the problem? Um, if we discuss it, we just can't give any details. Like, detail, any identifiable details. I'm, I'm not going to know. I don't know that many details, but dude, uh, can I say it? Dude, oh, okay, okay, but just tread lightly. All right, dude okay. DM gear and was going through problems and going through a problem a, a situation in his life where he felt like he didn't want to be here anymore right and um you know Gia and I when we hear that and we talk to people that are in that space we take it very serious because I was there at one time and I think a lot of times people take it lightly and they don't really know what somebody's going through and I always tell everybody if Gia wasn't one of those people that were really there listening to me and talking to me I don't know where I would be right now and this dude, I guess, listened to the podcast and and heard, I guess, me and you talk about it before. And he was there. He went to the hospital and spoke to a psychiatrist or whatever it's called. When it, so. Right. Well, when you feel in a volatile place and you feel as though you don't want to be on this earth anymore. Correct. Um, some people just deal with it on their own. Mm-hmm. Some people, unfortunately, succumb to that feeling. Yes. Um, this gentleman was brave enough and um he had the wherewithal to go to the police station yes and let them know that he felt as though he wasn't in a very safe place right that he didn't trust himself correct so he was then taken to the hospital Mm -hmm. where they have to do a psychological evaluation Mm -hmm. to see if you are a threat to yourself right and um Long story short, that wasn't a positive experience for him. Right. They didn't do what they were supposed to. They didn't take him serious. They did I don't know if it's that they didn't take him seriously. He said the psychiatrist was on his phone. That's not necessarily that they didn't take him. They didn't take him seriously, but not in the sense that comes to mind when you say that. 
I believe that they believed that he was in a um in a not so safe place. Right, but wasn't he on the phone? Wasn't a doctor on his the, phone on the, Instagram liking right, pictures? The therapist or the psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever his label was, was on the phone while um, I'm going to call him my friend because he's my friend now. Okay. Um, while my friend was telling him how he was feeling. Correct. So he didn't take him seriously in that sense, but it's not as though he didn't take him seriously and didn't believe that he was in a volatile space. Gotcha. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that didn't leave a good impression on my friend. Right. Now, you know, he feels, well, the people in my life don't take me seriously. And now you're a person that's paid to take me seriously and you're not. So it wasn't a good experience for him. Let me ask you a question before you continue on. Mm -hmm. We get a lot of DMs. Right. What made you hit him back? Okay. Well, let me explain um, to everyone that leaves comments and and everyone that DMs. Mm -hmm. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, you'll notice that at the very least for most of my posts, Mm -hmm. because as you guys know, I'm a comment reader. I feel as though if you guys take the time to leave a comment, at the very least, I'm going to take the time to read it. Okay. I don't have the time to comment back to every comment like I used to when I first got on Instagram. Gotcha. Um, but I, at the very least, will read it and I will lock it, like it as long as it's a positive comment or a constructive comment. Correct. Um, There are times where I'll say, you know something, like right now I'm at the hair salon and I'm under the dryer, Mm -hmm. so I might have an hour. To read DMs and everything. Well, so now I'll I'll comment back, you know, to as many comments as I can while I'm under the dryer. Gotcha. Um, I was in Orlando this week for Logan's football championship. Uh He had three games. He won the first game, won the second game. It took them to the Super Bowl, to the championship. They won. They busted ass while they were out there. Congratulations to Logan and his team. Yes, congratulations to Logan and his team. That's the reason why we didn't do a podcast last last week. week, I was away and I was so desperate to do a podcast. I'm like, is there any way that we can do a podcast over the phone and like you can record it or something? And he was like, it's not possible. Yeah, we're just not going to have a podcast this week. Right. So um, anyway, I was away. So it was the day before we were coming back the night before and it was late. I packed up. I got Logan fed. We were all showered. I was laying in the bed. I was talking to Mercedes, our friend that you guys might have heard us mention before. She was down there with me and she got on her phone. It was about time for us to go to sleep. She scrolled. I'm like, I got about an hour before I have to go to bed. Let me take this time and read some DMs Correct. and respond back to some DMs that gotcha. I can in this hour. So his was like maybe the third DM mm-hmm. that I read. And when I read it, I just felt something. Right. I just felt something. You know, we all go through a lot of things. And a lot of times I'll read DMs where people are going through things like Mm -hmm. heavy, heavy things in their lives. And there are times where, you know, people ask for help and help in different forms. It could be, you know, I don't even need you to read this on the podcast. Can you just message me back what you think? Can you just send me some advice? This DM, I felt the pain in the DM. I felt that it was time sensitive Mm -hmm. when I read the DM. I knew that I couldn't just, what needed to be conveyed couldn't be conveyed by me sitting there, you know, punching keys. Like I had to call him. So Mm -hmm. I was like, send number. 
he must have been online. He sent the number and I called him and we're probably on the phone for about three hours, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, because I could tell that it could have gone wrong quickly. Right. It couldn't have waited till tomorrow. Gotcha. You know, as you know, like when you're in that um, frame of mind, Mm -hmm. anything can send you off the deep end. Right. Absolutely. And, um, I felt the pain in, in, in his message, so I called him. So, long story short, um, by, I felt very good by the end of the conversation. Um, I felt as though I had gotten through to him. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I knew that there were some things that he needed to know that he didn't know. Gotcha. Um, yeah, there were the, some things that he needed to know. A lot of times, you know, guilt and lack of self-worth and... Um, knowing that you've made bad decisions or knowing that you've hurt other people. Uh-huh. Um, but primarily, especially in this situation, I can tell by the way that a person is raised, um, the love that you may not have received mm-hmm. or the parenting that you may not have received, the fact that maybe you have one parent that's not in the household. Gotcha. Um, it can it can be a really really destructive cocktail. Absolutely, you know. And when we have people in our lives that we know are hurting, we have to do whatever we can. You know, you have to be that um, that shoulder, that rock for them. That, you you know what you know what it is. I feel as though everybody, and I told him this. I feel as though everybody needs that soft place to land. Right. Everybody needs that comfy space. Yeah. And I said to him, I'm like, you know, I care about so much and I care about so many people. I genuinely care about people's feelings. Absolutely, like yeah. I care about people's feelings, mm-hmm. anyone around me and even people that aren't around me. If I can reach like I care, I said, and it's kind of strange because at the same time, I'm also the type of person that doesn't give a bleep. Right. Yes, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm both of those people. And I said, I have the luxury of mm-hmm. not giving a bleep about a lot of situations because I have a husband mm-hmm. and children that love me. They're my comfy place. They're my soft place to land. So it gives me the luxury of not having to care Mm-hmm. about what other people think about me right. as long as I know that I'm doing everything that I can to live righteously, to live as God's child and to be happy with the person that looks back at me when I look in the mirror. Absolutely. And I know that like I can come home and talk to my husband about things that are bothering me or things that I may not have liked throughout the day. They're my comfy place. Mm-hmm. My point in saying that is, when a person doesn't have that, mm-hmm. you can feel so alone when you feel like nobody has your back. Mm-hmm. When, you know, you want to talk to somebody or, you know, you want to just go home and have somebody cuddle you or rub your head. Or if you do have a problem, someone telling you that it's going to be OK. Right. Or when you do mess up, when you do make a bad decision and you are feeling guilt- guilty or you are second guessing yourself, someone to say, you know what, you made that bad decision you acknowledge it, mm-hmm. feel remorseful, pray about it, but now pick yourself up, forgive yourself, and move on. Don't hold on to that guilt. Just know that moving forward, you are going to do everything that you can not to make that bad decision again. Absolutely. Know that when you 
F up and you ask for forgiveness, that's not just a pass on right. what you did. Now you can't turn around and do the same thing all over again. Absolutely. You know, or else it's a it's a it's a empty It's empty. Right. It's empty. And, and and it's worthless. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I feel as though he didn't have those things. And I said, you know something? We've had this conversation. I think I've pointed out some things to you. You've told me what you thought about it. Mm-hmm. I feel as though you're in a good place. Call me if you ever feel like you're in that, that place again. Mm-hmm. So um, he actually called right before we started this podcast. Oh, he did? Yeah. Did, didn't you saw him in the phone ring? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was him. So when we get off the phone, I'm going to call him back. Okay. And see, because he sent me a text prior, which made me a little uneasy. So I just want to make sure that he's good. Okay. You know? But anyway, I think that the point in all of that is, um, and you know, I'm going to bring up something that's so <laughs> sideways, so left. What's that? Um, When people lean on you, mm-hmm. it can be... It can be a lot as the person being leaned on, especially if they're going through a lot. So this is what I mean by it sideways. I watch um, Real Housewives, right? Mm -hmm. And I watch Real Housewives of Orange County. Okay. And right now they were just wrapping up their reunion. So they had three reunion episodes, three reunion episodes. And I saw something that freaking bothered me. That bothered me. Um. I'll take you through a little story. There's a character, her name, well, a cast member. Her name is Shannon. Okay. She's going through a divorce. Her husband was horrible to her. She was skinny when she started as a cast member. She gained a lot of weight uh-huh. that hurt her self-worth. It hurt her self-esteem. She talks about it all the time. Okay. Her ex has now moved on. He may or may not have gotten somebody else pregnant. She just has, a. she's going through a really hard and hurtful, hurtful time. Mm-hmm. Right? She's not, She's flawed. I'll put it that way. Okay. But at the same time, one of the other cast members is a good friend of hers. Mm-hmm. And she's been leaning on this friend. And, you know, I guess calls her through the night, calls her crying, calls her with her problems. Right. But that's what friends are for. And it came out through the season and it came out in that particular episode during the reunion that the friend felt resentful. And her name is um, Tamara. Okay. That Tamara felt resentful that she was calling her and putting all of her problems on her and stressing her out and just kind of using her as a constant sounding board and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And it bothered me. And one of Tamara's reasons for feeling so put off by the imposition Mm -hmm. that Shannon was putting on her was because Tamara's husband went through like a heart surgery Uh and Shannon didn't seem to be as invested in that. Like she didn't ask her how she was doing and everything. Mm -hmm. But personally, Mm -hmm. I would understand. Right. You know, I just think we have to be more understanding. I would understand. I would feel like, God, you're going through so much. I just want to be here for you. Right. I want to be here when you call. I want to be here when you have a problem. I want to come over and bring you food because maybe you couldn't get out of bed today mm-hmm. and you need to eat. Like, I want to be that friend. I kind of gotcha. want to take care of you. Yeah, I'm going through my stuff. Yeah, you should call and be asking me about my stuff. But sometimes people are so preoccupied right. with what they're going through that they don't, they're not able. Gotcha. They're not able to see the forest through the trees. They're not able to see you and your problems, right. even though you may need it. You know, so I'm saying that to say, I just feel as though 
we have to be better people. Absolutely. We have to invest in our community of friends right, and right, family right. Yep. and do everything that we can. Absolutely. And I just, you know, and I brought that up because I just say I respected that. And I respect the fact that you called him and you're staying in touch with him to make sure he is okay. So now when I see his name on, on in your phone, I'm not worried about like, who the hell is that? <laughs> you get a side eye? Yeah, you just, when I seen the name pop up, I was like, who the fuck is that? That's what I'm thinking. But, now, <laughs> but now, then now. you saw I put it on speaker so you could hear. I wasn't paying attention by that point, but I, oh, I was okay. looking at the name. Uh-huh. There are 37 million vehicles that have been recalled so far for having a deadly Takata airbag. You can do some good by alerting your friends and family about this critical recall and earn serious rewards for doing it. Somebody you know could be driving in an affected vehicle. It's easy to reach out. Just sign up, join karma.com, and help protect your loved ones. Now, I love this because, you know, I have five kids. I have a big family, and I want to make sure my family is protected. I want to make sure that the car and the vehicle that they're driving are safe, and you should too. You should know people out there that are driving, and you just want to make sure that your family, your mom, your grandmother, your daughter, your kids are safe when they're out there driving, right? Join the Karma Project and help get these deadly recalled Takata airbags off the road. Get rewards for every friend and family member who gets an eligible fixed and for sharing messages about the recall on social media. Go to joinkarma.com slash Crew. That's joinkarma.com slash Crew. Joinkarma.com slash Crew. Help protect your family. Help save a family member and help get those nasty ass vehicles that are bad that can hurt somebody off the road. All right, now let's get to the, the real podcast. Well, I guess that was the real podcast, some of it. Um, what I want to talk about. Is it an email or something you want to talk about? It's just something I want to talk about. We ain't oh, got okay. time for email. We already at like 35, 40 minutes already. Okay. That's great. Um, what I want to talk about is, uh, you mentioned a second ago on a podcast that you were in Orlando last week for Logan. His football team made it to Orlando. They made it to the championship game, the Super Bowl, and won. Mm-hmm. While you were there, I was holding down the fort. Mm-hmm. I had to take Madison dress shopping and Madison shoe shopping. She went to her winter formal. Mm-hmm. So when she went to her winter formal, she went with a, a young guy. That's how uh, he's a neighbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually love his mom and dad. Yes, his mom and dad are really, really good friends of ours. Really good friends, and uh, he asked Madison to the formal. Right. Um, Not only did he ask her to the formal, he came. Mm-hmm. He brought flowers. To ask her to the formal. Correct. And then after she accepted, he sent me flowers with a card attached that said, thank you for allowing Madison to go to winter formal with me. Why well, he ain't sent me no flowers, I, I'm though. talking about like a real gentleman. But I also know that he was raised right. Right. Like his parents are winners. Right. You Absolutely. Know? Mm-hmm. So they went to the formal, had an amazing time. Uh, Madison looked beautiful. He looked handsome. And mm-hmm. I posted the picture. Mm-hmm. So did I. Yeah, we both posted. Well, the I picture. posted it before you. Right. Uh huh. I didn't post it right away because I told you that I needed to be there to post the picture. In some pictures we post, we don't care most of the time. We don't give two flying fucks. We post pictures, we keep moving. But this picture, I knew the amount of comments was going to be nasty. Mm-hmm. So I put, after I posted the picture, I want to read it. I don't want to fuck it up when I read it. So hold on one second. I got to go to the picture. I put, uh, my baby's growing up. Gia was in Orlando last week, so I took Madison to pick out her shoes and dress. I think I did a pretty good job. She really enjoyed her winter formal. She's go- she's getting so big so fast. It's kind of bittersweet. Side note, I teach my kids to judge a person by their character, not their skin color. Any disrespect will be blocked. So, her date is Caucasian. He's white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, Rashawn knew that when he posted it, mm-hmm that 
people were going to have interesting opinions. Judge, yes, absolutely. Right. So before he posted it, he wanted to make sure that he could be on comment patrol. <laughs> I could be, yeah, I could be on comment patrol. <laughs> that he wasn't busy or preoccupied. Right. So that he had the ability to block anybody that said anything halfway sideways. Correct. Me, I was like, well, it was last night. I'm posting it this morning and I'm going to sit here and babysit these comments. Right. <laughs> so that's what I did. Um, there was an overwhelming amount of positive comments. Right. Um, but there were those nasty, disgusting, negative comments of people that clearly do not support interracial relationships. Correct. Which is crazy to me. Like, why are you even on my page following me if you don't support interracial relationships? Right. I am a friggin' interracial baby. You're much. If there Everything. were, if there was no support for interracial relationships, I wouldn't be here. As you guys know, my mother, my mother's mother is half Chinese, half Jamaican. Uh-huh. My mother's father is Scottish. So my mom's dad is white. My mother's mother is a Chinese Jamaican. They got together. They had me. If black white relationships weren't accepted, well, you miss miss your dad. You didn't... I'm gonna get there. Oh, okay, okay. If black white relationships weren't accepted, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be here. Now on top of that, my father's Puerto Rican. So. I don't even know why anybody was even on my page to leave a nasty comment mm-hmm. that they don't support that. Right. Personally, I don't see race. Mm-hmm. I don't see race. I understand race issues clearly because of our history, because of the history of this country. So race issues are obvious. Are there problems between races? Clearly. But when it comes to matters of the heart and love, we must judge each other individually. If Madison, Logan, Brooklyn, London, or Jackson brought home a Martian, the question I would ask would be, well, how does he or she treat you? Correct. And I wouldn't care. I don't care how the person that you choose looks. I don't care if they're good looking. I don't care if they're tall, short. I don't care anything about that. I care about how does that person treat you and how do they make you feel? Absolutely. And um, a lot of the comments, were they were interesting. I could see the hurt behind the comments and I understood where they were coming from because of these race issues that I was talking about. But when we're talking about matters of the heart and relationships and love, and not to say that, Madison or her date are in love. I'm just speaking generally. When it comes to relationships, um, color shouldn't matter. Yeah, and and it bothered me. And it, and it really bothered me. And the reason why it bothered me is because people were so into, oh, she's not dating any brothers? She don't know any black people? She don't know this? Where's the niggas at? Excuse my French. <laughs> but people were making so many comments. And so some, some people were even like, well, I'm never going to listen to you at the Breakfast Club again. Or I'm, I'm going to unblock you. Oh, someone you. said um, on my page, they're like, well, I'm going to unfollow you right now and I'm never living to, the, I'm never listening to the Breakfast Club first. And I commented back, well, not if I block you first. Right. <laughs> and he didn't unfollow me. I had to jump to block him. Right, right, right. Like, you don't belong here. Right. Like, the people on this, like, the people on this page are supposed to be nice people that Correct. are open-minded and care about each other, that are about family. Like, that that's that's what's going on over here on my page. Like you don't belong here, right? And 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 I thought about it, and I'm like, so, do you expect me to teach my kids? Hey, you're black. 
you're only supposed to like black people. Well, yeah, that's that's is, what the, that, that's what the overwhelming is that message what is, was. Is, is that what in the negative is comments that, is that what I'm expected to tell my kids? No, that's not what I teach my kids growing up. I teach my kid I, I teach my kids that you judge a person from their heart. You judge a person from how they treat you, how they are, how they treat their own family. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they're black, if they're white, if they're brown, if they're turquoise. It doesn't matter. You know, it it, it matters to how you treat people. Now, the crazy thing about it is. You know, I knew, Guy and I grew up in Queens. I grew up in Queens. She grew up in Brooklyn. She moved to Queens. And I knew that the majority of people that our neighbors were at that time were black. Here, it's a little different. We live in in, a, in the suburbs and the majority of our neighbors, 90% of our neighbors are Caucasian. But I never wanted that to be an issue. I wanted her to know where she came from. I wanted her to know her people. And she does. And we do things that she she does get a chance to to know oh, her, her culture is high. She yes. does have exposure. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's with her fucking dad all the time. God damn it. Excuse my French, but she's awesome. with her dad all the time. So she does get that. But I was so mad that people were, oh, well, this, that, and the other. You are too good for people. You're too this. Why? Because a young man asked my daughter to the prom and, uh, the winter formal and she said yes. It really bothered the shit out of me. So let me ask you a question. What do you think about interracial people and 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 black men dating white women and and black women dating white men. You know, people say, "Oh, the first thing a do a a a a minority does is get some money and then they date out outside their race." I mean, some people do do that. <laughs> like, listen, there's truth in that. Um, but for me, but I should be able to date. Hold who on, I want. hold on, hold on, hold on. I should on. be able to date who right, loves but me. people hold on, but people have their right to have an opinion about it, and this is what I mean. Fuck your opinion. No, no, no. Listen, this is what I mean by it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the name of this podcast fuck your opinion but go ahead I just thought of it right now I'm sorry clearly (laughs) Um, of course people have the right to date whoever they want Um, the only thing that I think may be worthy of an opinion and maybe even an opinion that you don't share Mm -hmm. is why did a person choose that particular person Mm -hmm. right right um for me, if I'm having a personal opinion, and even again, like I said, if it's one that I don't share with anybody else, one that I just might have an internal dialogue with myself, as long as a person chooses someone for the right reasons, uh-huh. then it's all good right. for me. But it is true. There are some black men that will date a white woman for trophy reasons. Okay. Like they feel as though they're climbing another rung on the ladder. Okay. Do they have the right to feel that way and to do that? Sure. But I can have my own personal opinion about it. As opposed to if that same black man works with that white woman or met that white woman in the grocery store and found her attractive and then had a conversation and she had a nice personality and they clicked and there was a chemistry and they meshed and they fell in love and got married and had 26 children. Friggin' I applaud you. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, People do things for different reasons. Correct. In my own personal opinion, as long as you do it for the right reasons, God bless you 100-fold. Right. And I also... That is how I feel I about it. I also feel like, yeah, no, I agree with you 100%, babe. And I also feel like, you know, people would say, okay, yeah, I got a white friend, but I'll never date a white person. How does that make sense? It doesn't. If you call that person a friend... They're good enough to be a friend, but you would never date them. I just don't understand it doesn't, that. It doesn't make sense. And maybe because my heart is open and I'm like, 
if you're a good person, you're a good person. Yeah, like doesn't matter the color of your skin. Doesn't matter. It matters how you treat people. But, but it also matters how people are taught. Like there were people in the comments that said, and it was women, like not in my house, or my son would never, mm-hmm. or you know, right? But that's, that's I would break my son's face. But that's being taught hate. They exactly that you is how they hate. were raised. They were probably taught hate themselves, and they're teaching hate. But at the same time. You know me, I always like to look at everything, everything, even the worst things in this world um, from an understanding point of view, because to me, it's more important to understand where you're coming from than to just judge what you've said or done. And I think that those people probably have those hateful perspectives because they've experienced something Mm -hmm. in their life that was so nasty and negative that it gave them a general impression of a race, you know, kind of like that potential white person that might have gone into an elevator and gotten robbed by a black man. A minority, uh uh-huh. I'm just going to say a black man. It doesn't Mm -hmm. even have to just be a minority. Let's just keep it simple, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe now when they walk down the street and they see a black man near them, they may have a fear because of something that they experienced. I get that. I understand So is it wrong? Of course. But even as wrong as it is, you can kind of understand why they feel that way. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? And you recognize that that person has to be deprogrammed. You know, like as a black woman, you, you know, I know that our ancestors have endured a lot of hurt and pain and um, just altogether horrible things uh-huh. at the hands of some white people. Right. And... We study that, we learn about it, and then it trickles down. Most black people have experienced some form of racism. Absolutely. So in the real world, it may leave a lasting impression where you look at white people the same way that that white man in the elevator may look at black people. My point is that we are victims of our circumstances. We're victims Uh of our environment. We can be victims of our ancestors and what they've experienced. Mm -hmm. And it all kind of comes to a point. Right. It comes to a head and we don't see past it. Correct. We choose not to see past it. We choose to be naive or we choose to be ignorant because we can choose to just understand that people need to be judged individually. Correct. The same thing, you know, with cops. Have cops been doing things unrighteously and causing pain to other people due to race and acting against the law in this country? Absolutely. Correct. But does that mean that my white neighbor who's a cop wouldn't stick his neck out and risk his life to save me if I were in harm walking down the street? No, it doesn't mean that. You can't judge everybody. Right. And I get that. By the bad choices of one person, a few. Right. And you know what I mean? It's, it's easy to say harder to do because I look at it like, you know, police officers, right? It is easy to say and harder to do. I've been pulled over so many times. Disrespectful cops have been so disrespectful to me a million and one times. And you know me, I'm disrespectful back. Right. 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 And nine times out of 10, usually I'm getting pulled over because it's usually a night. I I haven't got pulled over in a while. Knock on wood, but usually because it was a nice car and I was a young kid in a nice car. And I no, because you're a young black kid in a nice right, car. Right, young black kid in, in a nice car. Yeah, I would get pulled over and harassed. And I would curse them out, tell them all types of disrespectful stuff. And we don't need to hear what you told them. Right, right, Thank right. Thank you. But I think the reason I didn't think every police officer was bad. It's because your dad. Because my dad. Is a cop. Was a retired cop. Mm-hmm. Was a retired cop. And 
I know how he is as a person. And I know how he would stick his neck out for his neighbors and other people. Let me ask you a question. Do you really believe that if your father wasn't in law enforcement, you wouldn't have the common sense to be like, all cops aren't like that? I wouldn't. Come are you serious? Yeah. Because everything is based on how you deal with them. You, you understand? And and basically, you got to think about it. Wow. Most of the time, That's my dealings with police hear. officers mm-hmm. have been negative. Right. You know, even when I have called upon them, it's been negative. You think about it. For me getting pulled over to, you know, even when the cop shot at my car. At first, Wait, what, they, what cop shot at your car? I'm, I'm sorry. Even when they tried to rob me and shot at my car oh, okay. and I called the police. At first, the police didn't take it serious. You remember? They didn't take it serious at first. No, I don't remember. They didn't what take happened? It, they didn't take it serious. They wrote a little statement, and that was it. I was able to drive back home. Mm-hmm. Once I talked about it, once they found out who I was, mm-hmm. that's when they came. It was like, don't touch the car. We got to come do fingerprints. But at first, remember, they didn't mm-hmm. do fingerprints. Okay, right. They didn't take the car. They really didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I'm really uh, another black shooting. Who cares? But then when they found out who I was, then it was like, then oh, they cared. we got to come towed a car mm-hmm. how come you didn't tow the car at first mm-hmm. oh we got to take fingerprints how come you didn't get fingerprints before so let me ask you a question do you feel as though in that specific situation if you were white do you think it would have gone differently yes okay i think they would have they would have did the proper things and the proper protocol mm-hmm. to make sure that stuff was done they didn't care right even to the point of <clears throat> um you know when we had a situation at our house and we called the cops here mm-hmm. and how insensitive that motherfucker was well he was just ignorant and down and outright stupid right but you he said, was he was just stupid right, right but those are the experiences that you have to remember of right and it's like when another incident happens <clears throat> why am i gonna call you for you but know? i don't hold on but i don't think that that was necessarily because of race i just think that I don't know. he was stupid i don't know we don't know uh-huh. we don't know but all my experiences i can say all of them majority of my experiences with police officers have been bad mm-hmm. haven't been good it hasn't been a high so five. you would judge all police officers see yes based on see this is is what i would say i would based on what you've experienced Mm -hmm. i would expect you to be weary of police officers or approach a situation with a police officer with caution because Mm -hmm. you know that most of your experiences ended badly but i think it's a little ignorant to think that all police officers would be bad because if you heard a rattle in the night after you grabbed your gun I know you would call 911. Right. I would. And I'm sure everybody listening would call 911 because that that means that you have to think. I'm going to be honest that, with you, right? Hold on. That means mm-hmm. that you have to think that there are good cops out there, someone that will come and save you or come and help you. Experience full plates in Fuller Wireless with today's sponsor, Every Plate, America's best value meal kit. Enjoy amazing chef-designed meals for just $4.99, serving, delivered right to your door. At $4.99, one meal is the same price as what? A cup of coffee, takeout, or deliveries. And it's faster than a trip to the grocery store. Every plate takes the stress and guesswork out of dinner time. They do the meal planning, the shopping, and prepping for you and provide easy-to-follow recipes. For instance, Gia just got back from Orlando, and I wanted to have something special for her. I didn't have time to go shopping. I didn't have time to follow recipes. Every plate had me down. It was simple, and the meal was amazing. 
It was so good, and she was happy, and I got some. All right, now for 50% off your first EveryPlate box, go to everyplate.com and enter code KCCREW. 50% off is like getting two dinners for one cup of coffee. So go to everyplate.com and enter code KCCREW for 50% off your first box of EveryPlate now. Toyota isn't just a car company, and the new podcast, Toyota Untold, isn't just about cars. It's about mobility. It's about helping people move physically, socially, and emotionally. It's about respect for people and continuous improvement. Now, in Toyota Untold, you'll hear behind-the-scenes stories about how a son's love for his mother led to Toyota's unlikely origin as an automated loom company. Why and how a Toyota Tundra was used to tow a space shuttle through the streets of L.A. Stories like that is just dope and you need to hear. You can find Toyota Untold right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Check them out. Toyota isn't just a car company. It's the new company. And the new podcast, Toyota Untold, isn't just about cars. I'll be honest with you, and this is completely honest, and I know know we're off topic now. Um, The only reason, and this is being honest, the only reason I will call 911 is because I can't protect myself what do you mean? if somebody comes in our house mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i grab my gun and they run i'm not allowed to shoot them right i'm not allowed to do anything to them we're well, not allowed to shoot them in the back right i'm only allowed you can shoot them in the front if they have a weapon mm, yes that's the law they ha- hold on hold on <laughs> now this is really off topic but right. i need to ask yes so we're here in our house correct a stranger intrudes our house. Right. We wake up in the middle of the night and there's a stranger standing over our bed. Mm-hmm. I can't reach into my night table and shoot him if he doesn't have a weapon in his hand. Only if you fear for your life. Yeah. I fear for my life because a stranger is in here that doesn't belong here. All right. And you know the thing? You have to prove that in court. If he has no weapon and he pauses and you shoot him, they can say that. He didn't know anybody was in the house. When he heard you, he got scared and he was about to run. So wait, I would think that he came over for a tea party? So it wouldn't be beyond obvious that I would fear for my life. So you came over because you wanted to play Monopoly with me and my family. So that's why you're here at three o'clock in the morning with a ski mask on. He came over. No, you didn't say ski mask. He came over to rob you. He didn't think you were home. When he got here, he found out you were there. Well, that's a whole different conversation. Cola, because we've had this conversation Mm -hmm. and I don't know if we disagree, but we never end up on the same page because I'm going to say this clearly. If someone comes into my house that doesn't belong there, you break into my house and your intentions are clear. You were here to rob me, to rape me or my daughter or to kill someone. I am going to shoot you in the head. Okay, you you can shoot whoever you want in the head that's in your house, but you're gonna have to go to you're gonna have to go to court and they're gonna lock you up. That's what they're gonna do, and you got to fight. This your is the case. conversation that we've but, had, but this is and it doesn't change it. If you are in my house and I fear for my life, I'm going to shoot you in the head. Okay, you can shoot whoever you want in the head, okay. but you're going to they're going to lock you up and they're going to arrest you. You're not allowed to shoot anybody that just comes in your house and you don't know what they're here for. Hold it, on, hold on, hold on. Let me just ask. Let me just hold on. So mm-hmm. I'm supposed to ask him. So when he's standing over my bed with a knife or with a ski mask, I'm supposed to say, excuse me, what's your intention? Do you mean me any harm? Okay. Excuse me, Mr. Robberman. Do you mean me any harm? You took the same gun class that I took and you should understand. Obviously, you weren't paying attention. Clearly, I wasn't. If you, if, if, it probably went all over my head. If, if somebody comes in his house and you shoot them, 
you can go to jail and they could possibly sue you. Yes, absolutely, positively. So say back, what you want. So back to what say I was saying. Say what you want. The reason they're going to end up with a bullet in their head, and okay. I have good aim. Well, you got you got to go to jail. But anyway, <laughs> as I said, so to answer your question. I am forced to call the police because I can't necessarily protect myself wholeheartedly. That's why we have dogs. Because now, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to let the dog out. You know? I'm going to shoot you too, but I'm going to let the dog out. Oh, so you're going to shoot him too? Yes. So then we're going to go to jail together? Yes. Yes. Then why are you sitting here arguing with me? I'm not arguing. I'm arguing with what the law is. I'm not. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm arguing with you. With you. With what the law is. Do you mean the, me any harm? Well, excuse me. I just want to be clear. Did you come here to rape me? No. No, it's not. You ain't got to say. You got to ask that. <laughs> like, but well, hold on. Because I can't see his knife, or because I can't see his gun. That means that I don't know that he has one. I'm, look. Oh, look. hold on. Hold on. Even better. I'm supposed to wait. For him to pull out the knife or I'm, pull out the gun. I'm or better yet, I'm supposed to wait for him to friggin' shoot me or slit me from ear to ear I'm telling before you what, I shoot him in the head. I'm telling you what the you law is. You break into my house, it is a wrap for you because my gun is within hand's reach. Uh, it's, it's the law. I'm just telling you what the law is. I, look, I am You're the same. You're dead as a doornail. I'm the same. I mean, the only reason I'm going to look- I might overkill you. I'm not. Overkill might send me to jail. I'm the only And reason, I might do that. The only reason I'm going to look- is because I want to make sure it's not one of my kids I'm shooting or Eric. But other than that, <laughs> you're dead. You're like, and, 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 but that's just but how I feel. Here, how can we, we've had this argument like five times. You. I'm just telling you what the law is. I'm not arguing Ever with you. Ever since that case that we saw on the Investigation Discovery Channel, you choose to go out of your way to argue with me about this. I'm not, you're taking an argument over something that's not, I'm not arguing with you. I'm telling you what the law is. Like, for instance, law needs to change. when somebody came to the house that time, right? Mm-hmm. They came to the house and it looked kind of weary, right? What Wait, the, which time? Um, there was they only one the time. Bell? Yeah, when they ring the bell, like two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. What did I do? You grabbed your gun. And what else? Grab the, the dog. dog. Yeah. Grab the gun. Can I help you? And if they would, if they'd have looked any cloudiness, the dog would have went first, mm-hmm. and then I would have seen how they reacted to the dog. If they would have pulled the gun out to shoot the dog, everybody in that car would have been dead. Right. Everybody. Mm-hmm. But that's how I'm at. I look. The dog sits on the side of the bed. The gun sits on the side of the bed. Two dogs, one in the house, one out the house. Play if you want. These motherfuckers, them, them dogs. And now you want to buy another one? Yes, yes, I can't ab- take absolutely. Care of dog, and you, that's besides no, I, I love. You ain't got to do nothing. You just let the let the little bastard out. He goes shits in the fucking woods and comes back. Awesome. But anyway, yes, I love them dogs. You know why? Because I feel comfortable. The other morning, I went outside and I heard a noise. You know what I did? I you let the, the dogs, dog go. I'm sure, yeah. I let the dog go and I gave him the command. <clears throat> Whatever's out there, eat. <laughs> Now, now it, it's crazy that they understand that command. There's a command for right anything out there. You get end that mother trucker. Yes, get. There's a command. I gave that, I gave that dog end that mother. I trucker. gave that dog three minutes. He, Don't come around here. He came back with the ball in his mouth. I'm like, oh, oh nobody's Man, I out feel there. so bad for the UPS and the FedEx guys and the pizza delivery guys and the Japanese. Oh, I felt bad. I felt bad for the pizza delivery guy. Wait, you got to tell that story. Right, we got to get up out of it, but I'll just tell that one story. Wait, why are you always looking at the time? Don't be worried about the time. We got to get up I out think, of it. I think they're rocking with us. We got to get up out of it. Go ahead. So, um, now, mind you, I, I don't know uh, if what, what, you know, what you make, but I love a dog and I love a fully trained dog. And we have two of them and I just ordered another one. Oh, wait, hold What? 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 Huh? I just told you I just ordered another dog. No, you didn't. You just said it. I ordered no, the dog. No, no, no. I said you want another dog. Uh, the uh, conversation that we had. I will talk about that later. No, no, no. Wait a minute. The conversation they're that just, we had. They're just coming up to they, show the dog. They're just coming up to show the hold dog. Hold on. 
I think that we should get another dog. I think we need another dog for X, Y, and Z reasons. Um, what do you think? I just can't. Here's I just, a video of the dog. Here's the dog's background information. All right, well, let's talk about it further because at first I'm like, yeah, that seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. So now you just told me you ordered the dog. I didn't necessarily That was order. just a slip. Mo- Let me See, finish. we're going to fight. Let me finish. No, no, we're going to fight. I didn't order per se. That's what you just, what you just said. I don't, I don't, what is it? A, not a Floridian slip. What is it called? Freudian, a Floridian, <laughs> a Southern slip. I had a Southern slip. Um, what I did was I told her to bring the dog so you can meet the dog. And then if you met oh! the dog. And if you like oh, the dog, then we can have a discussion. That's what you meant when you said that you ordered the dog. Correct. You wanted her to bring the dog. Correct. So I could meet the dog. Because you didn't meet the dog last week because you were in Orlando. And then based on my assessment of the dog, we will then decide whether we are going to order the dog or not. Correct. You're a dirty liar. I'm and not. I'm tired of these lies that you be telling up on, the, on these mics. I'm not. I'm not. But anyway, back to what I was saying. We could I'm just, gonna fight you after we put, after we shut this whole thing down. I'm not okay? fighting you. I'm gonna fight you and me on this bed, rolling around. I'm gonna fight you. I'm gonna call my dog. I'm, gonna to call, I'm actually gonna call Courtney and find out if you ordered this dog. I'm, I'm gonna order. I'm gonna call her right with you sitting on this bed, so you don't have a chance to call her first and be like, "Okay, so what you gonna tell my wife?" No, she calls I'm, you. I'm not. I don't have to. <laughs> but I'm not gonna fight you. I will call the dog and sick the dog on you immediately. What's the name of their um? What's the name of their business again? I don't Just in case we have listeners that might be interested in <clears throat> a trained uh, global, protection dog. Global. Hold on, I'm looking global, it up now. Canine. Global. Okay, Global Canine Protection Service. Protection.com. Global Canine.com. Global Canine Protection.com. They're in Tennessee, by the way. <clears throat> but That's the- just a little tidbit of information because every time that you posted a video oh, hold on a minute story. every time we got a lot to say right every time you've posted a video of the dog mm-hmm. a lot of people ask like okay well where'd you get these dogs from where'd you get these dogs from so in case you guys are interested there you go and tell them wait it, is it a, you said dot com I don't know if yeah, they have an com. Instagram or not it, it, it is, it's global K9 you guys can find it look I'm just gonna tell them right fast this right isn't here. an endorsement I'm no, just trying not. to I'm just it's trying to global share with you guys K9 PS global <laughs> K9 the no, the letter K the number nine PS all right they're in Tennessee just ask for Courtney or Ben and they actually come back and train the dog like it's like come, a continuous training yeah they come like three four times a year five times a year they act like they burglars and and they try to sneak over your fence or kind of break into your house and the dog gets them you don't have to have a big house to have a dog people have apartments they have all types of sizes anything I, and this is not an endorsement anyway but anyway so how, how do we get here okay so I, I was, I was telling the hell the story. We were talking about so Logan ordered DoorDash. Oh, that's what we were talking about. Which is Go a ahead. problem at it all. The little 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 guy orders <laughs> <laughs> the shit out of DoorDash. Fucking steak every night. I'm like, no, motherfucker, you better make a sandwich. But he orders he ordered DoorDash, and right. I'm sitting on the steps. You didn't know that he ordered DoorDash. I didn't know he ordered Because usually if we order um delivery, we put the dogs away. Yes. Put okay. the dog put the dog inside. So Logan got permission from me. I forgot to tell you. So the dog is out when homie pulls up. When homie pulls up. Take it from there. So homie gets out the car, I guess not expecting the dog to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Now let me tell you about this the dog. The dog that's outside is Chuck Norris, right? That's the dog that's usually outside. So Chuck, he's a little secret sneaky dog. When a car pulls up, he sneaks up on the car because he wants the person to get out so he can see who it is. Right. So when the person got out the car. He's like a human. He is like a human. uh Chuck was right there. 
and was and started going at him. And when Chuck goes at him, his tail is up, the back of his hair is up, and he doesn't go at you like do do do. He goes right. So Logan opens the door to get the food. The dude is, is he was a kid. He was like 16, 17. No, was he that young? He was like no, 16, he might have been like eighteen. He was, he was driving, so he had to be eighteen. Yeah. So the door. So Logan opens up the door, <laughs> and the kid comes running in the house. The kid ran. Wait, Chuck like whoa, 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 whoa. the kid. The door literally flung open and hit the wall. Right, right. He ran damn near all the way into our kitchen. Right, it's where Irma was there. So Irma grabbed him like, hey, where you going? So right. let me tell you how smart this dog is. Oh my so God. when he Poor ran in the kid. house, Logan slammed the door because Logan was scared at the point. Like, mm-hmm. oh boy. The dog runs around to the back door. Right uh-huh. now, mind you, I was just there because I just was playing with the dog, so I didn't lock the door, I didn't close the door. Mm-hmm. The dog comes through the back door, pushes through the back door, and was coming through the back door to make sure to be, that he was protecting us. Right, right, right. But that is the type of dog. But how do we get to the kid, the delivery kid? I don't know. I don't know. We went all over the place. Mm. I'd like to get back though. No, I, we're done. I, I think <laughs> I don't even know if there was a point that was trying to be made because we're talking about guns in the house no, we're talking about black and white and police officers okay you're going that's right i don't Keep know going. Then we got to think but so i guess this is all from interracial relationships yeah so date who who you love and who loves you <laughs> that's how you close it that's it that's it right that's how you close Ain't the nothing podcast wrong with dating anybody date who you love who loves you back like date who makes you happy mm-hmm. don't worry about a damn color don't worry about where what background is or where they're from or or more importantly what other people are going to think yeah. about your decision yeah what was it? What I, what I said? My name. This podcast. Fuck your opinion. Oh yeah. Fuck everybody's opinion. That's how you. That's how you feel, and that's what you t- tell your kids. You should be friends with who makes you feel good, who you trust, who loves you, who has your best interest at heart. Everybody that looks like you doesn't have your best interest at heart at times. So that's what I would tell my daughter. That's what I would tell my son. That's what I would tell everybody. There you go. All right. Well, we'll see. So you wait. Guys so how later. long is this podcast? It's over an hour. You don't have a specific time? No, you don't need to know a specific time. No, I'm just curious. Why you always got to be so antsy? I'm asking you a simple question. No, it's time to get up out of here. Okay, well, that's good. Well, I'm proud of you because you weren't trying to give me like the time hand signals that nobody can see. All right. Well, Irma's off. So you going to cook for me? I'll cook today. All right, good. Either I was going to eat some food or some. What? Anyway, don't forget. No. January like, tw- what is wrong with you? January 20- like, what is wrong with you? January 24th, don't forget our live podcast at Tau. Get your tickets. It's only 100 tickets. We're only doing it for 100 of you guys. It's going to be special, intimate, our 100th episode. And just so you guys know, 100 for, tickets only. for comparison, when we do a regular podcast, a regular live podcast, it's usually about 400 people. And more, more than that, 500. 500 five people? 500 to 700 people, yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. This, oh damn! This is only a hundred. So, and those usually sell out within a week. Yeah, a week or two. Yeah. So this will be going by today. So just remember, you get an amazing mm-hmm. food, unlimited drinks. They know we already talked about it and, and all that. All right. Well, let's get up out of here. All right. I'm DJ Envy, and I oh, am Gia. What? And I forgot to say. Gia's 12 Days of Christmas will be starting this Friday. So, will it? Yeah, it starts People this Friday. People have been asking me, and I'm like, I feel kind of weird saying that it's going to start because right. we don't talk about it. It just right. starts. Right. So I'm like, well, I think it's going to start. Yes. If, if it's going to start, it's going to start on the 14th. That's right. That's so wait, Friday. hold on. So how'd you do? 
Um, I did amazing. Now, if you don't know what the 12 days of Christmas <laughs> is, is where I give Gia for 12 days a gift until Christmas. And it's a little bit of everything. This is something that I think about throughout the year. And if I think about something, I look for it and I try to get it. And I try to like it might be something exclusive. It might it could be anything from exclusive pair of sneakers that I found and then I hide. Did you find me a pair of exclusive sneakers? I'm not going to tell you. Or it could be an exclusive bag or it could be something small. It, it's it's a host of things from small to big. I think the Christmas. first year, I think it was the first year that you started that tradition. You had our wedding picture reframed. Correct. Yeah. So a little bit. And of that was really sweet. Aww. So I hope there's something sentimental in there this year. Just saying. Okay. All right. All right. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, and he, um, I've been thinking that you have help. I ain't got no damn Cause, <laughs> Because every gift comes with um, a little card that mm-hmm. has a little rhymey, rhymey note. That's right. With it. And um, I'm poetic, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm romantic. And that, and that's like my favorite part. My that's goodness. my favorite part. Because truth be told, the things that you buy me, most of them, like you get some things because you're connects, definitely. But um, most of them I can go out and buy myself mm-hmm. if, I, if I really wanted to. But it's the thoughtfulness and mm-hmm. the consideration and um, the time and the effort and everything that you put into surprising me. Right. And um, sometimes it's cute how you put things together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so cute. The effort is what really like makes me tear up. So okay. thank you. I'm glad to know that we're continuing the tradition. Oh. And um, let me just say, hold on. Who's that? Oh, hey, Maddie. What's up, Maddie? What's up, boo? You need something? We're we, try- we've been trying to end this podcast for like the past 15 minutes and it just hasn't been working. You right. said what? You want to talk about your winter, form- your winter formal on here? Why are you leaving, huh? Why are you leaving, huh? <laughs> why are you leaving? Oh, why are you leaving? <laughs> that made you leave. All right. Um, and I just want to address, some people have asked me, well, why don't you do the same thing for Rashawn? Mm-hmm. Why, why doesn't the 12 days of Christmas go, go both ways? Uh-huh. And you already know, but... I'll explain it. I can't afford a 12 days of Christmas for Rashawn. Because Rashawn, first of all, if there's something that he likes, he buys it immediately. True. <clears throat> he doesn't wait. There's no time. If Rashawn likes a pair of shoes, he buys it. If he wants a pair of sneakers, he'll buy one for now and then one for later in case he breaks those in. Okay, yep, he gets rolled. <clears throat> then, if it's something that's really going to impress him, the only thing that's really going to impress him is a watch or a car. There you go. That's it. My wife knows me. Like there, there are no 12 like cute little thoughtful things that I could, it doesn't exist. It would be a colossal waste of money and you would smile and nod and give me hugs and kisses and then I will never see them again because you will never use them. You're not going to use that coat. You're not going to use that shirt. You're not going to care about that jacket. Unless it's what? What do you mean? Unless it's a car. Or a watch. There you go. That's it. So oh. that's why it doesn't go both ways. My wife knows me. There's a hundred things that he can get me that's going to make me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. So it's different. All right. So now can we end the podcast? Yep. I will, we'll see you guys next week. <clears throat> I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. Toodles.